0: Welcome to the media ministry here at Jackson First Baptist Church. My name is Keith Joseph. It's my privilege to come here on this wonderful radio station on this Sunday afternoon as we spend some time together in God's Word. As always, we'd love to invite you to be a part of Jackson First Baptist Church in one or all of our services. Our Sunday morning services are at 9.30 and also at 11 a.m. We're also broadcasting on this station uh, every Sunday at 11 a.m., and also at this time on Sunday afternoon. Wednesday night, we have services at 6.15, and uh, so much is going on with our students and with our children and preschool and senior adults. And We'd love to have you to be a part of, of all that God is doing. Check us out at uh, jacksonfbc.com. You can also find us on Facebook and also on Instagram. And if you'd like to email me, you can em- email me at info at jacksonfbc.com. Dot com. Well, if you've been following with us on these Sunday afternoon radio programs, you know that we've been studying together the book of 1 Peter, and we've been talking about principles of hope, and I, and God gives us hope in and through the, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, today, as I share with you, the Lord has really put upon my heart to take a break for a couple of weeks in our studies from 1 Peter, and I really want to talk with you about the subject in these next two weeks of Connections. I meet folks all the time who are always uh, connecting. And this really uh, was honed into me recently as I was talking with an individual on the phone from somewhere else and I was asking them uh, about a reference for someone. And they began in the midst of conversation asking me things like this. Do you know so-and-so? Or, or have you ever heard of so-and-so? Have you ever been around this particular person? I, I want to tell you this. I, I'm always uh, leery of people who are dropping names, people who are are just saying, Do you know this person? Because they're trying to say they're connected. And and you know, friend, really, I want to tell you this. I, I could say I, I know a, a lot of people by, by if I meant in that that I knew their name. But saying you know their name does not know that mean that you know them. For example, the name Abraham Lincoln. He he was one of our presidents, and and I could say I, I know him. But the truth is, I've never met him. He died almost 200 years, actually 150 plus years, before I was ever born. And so, listen to me. Many of you today are saying that you have connections with someone that maybe you don't, or, or maybe it's just a barely a connection. Here's a question that, that I want to ask you. How do your connections pay off in your life? You see, if you have a distant connection, you can say you know someone and it might get you in the midst of a conversation for someone to listen to you. But if you have a closer connection to them, for example, if you all know the owner of a company and you're looking for a job in that company and you call the owner, the opportunity for you to get the job is much better because of your connection. Now, let me me say this. If you have an intimate connection with someone, you know them up close and personal. For example, if you know someone who has a million dollars and you're up close and personal and you have a half a million dollar desperate need that your life is on the line, if you you do not uh, have the half a million dollars and they love you, you will most likely, because of your connection, receive the help that you need. Jesus, in the Gospel of John in chapter 15, has just told his disciples that, that he's going to die. He's told them now for the third time. He's He's been in the upper room with them. They've instituted the Lord's Supper. The Bible says that he's identified Judas as his betrayer. Judas has left the room. Jesus is now, according to the Scripture in John chapter 15, he's left the upper room, and he's walking toward... Uh, across the Kidron Valley to go up into the Mount of Olives to pray, and then he'll be led back down by the soldiers to go into Jerusalem to be tried, and then he'll come back outside the city and be crucified. Jesus shares with his disciples, John MacArthur, uh, that, that great theologian and preacher, John MacArthur says this in his preaching from John 15, that he believed that this scene is set, that the disciples were perplexed by what had happened to to Judas and how that Judas had betrayed them, and they could not figure it because he was in the group. But now you and I know from the advantage point of Scripture and history that he was in the group, but he was not of the group. There's a big difference there. Some of you say that you have connections with Jesus, but the truth is you have an acquaintance with Jesus but a not a true connection. You might be in the church, but are you of the church? See, the, the truth is, as you read scripture, Jesus has much to say about false converts, and he has much to say about true conversion. In John chapter 15, Jesus says these words, and it restricts to in my life like a heart, I'll excuse me, like a knife in the heart. Here's what Jesus says. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Now, now I want to talk with you about in, in this connection series that we're doing the next two weeks, first of all, about your connection to Jesus. Jesus makes a statement here that he is the true vine. In the Old Testament, that metaphor of vine was used of Israel. She was connected to the root who was God himself. But Israel, according to Scripture in Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 21, that this choice vine had turned into to a degenerate wild vine, and God was going to judge her. But now, Jesus is coming, and Jesus says, I am the true vine. Now, a vine is where that, that a plant gets its life. It's where the, the tree gets its nutrients to produce the fruit that it's going to be. Do you see the metaphor? Do you see the illustration? Jesus says to his disciples as they're coming out, one short now that Judas is out of the group. He's saying, I want you to know that I am, I am the one that gives life. And in, in their mind, they're thinking, well, what happened to Judas? Well, notice what Jesus said. Jesus says, I am the vine, and then he makes this statement, and my father is the vine dresser. That means that the father is the one who is responsible For those who say they are connected, he was responsible for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. God gave Jesus into the world so that we could be saved. Now watch this. God the Father takes those who are connected to him. Now listen to what he says. Jesus says in verse 2, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Now watch this. Not everyone who says they're connected to Jesus is connected. He says here, every branch, listen to me, in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. There's two, there, there's two meanings here. The, the first meaning is that some people are not followers of Christ, and because of that, the Father will remove them. I, I wrote this down in my notes. This is not only a challenge, This is the chilling, cold-hearted truth. The truth is not everyone who says they are a believer really is. In Jesus' first ever message recorded in Scripture, in Matthew 7, Jesus says not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God. This challenge gets more chilling as you read on down through the text, where the text says in verse number 6, if anyone does not abide in me, that's Jesus, He will be thrown away like a branch that withers. The branches will be gathered, they'll be thrown into a fire, and they'll be burned. Friend, do you realize the seriousness of what I'm sharing with you on this Sunday afternoon? Some of you say that you are connected to Jesus, but you're really not because there's nothing inside of you that is saying that you're bearing fruit of a Christian. You may be in that little church that that you have your name on the membership roll. You may be holding on to that connection. Listen to me. When you die, and you will, and you stand before God, and you will, and God says to you, and he asks the question, Why should I let you into my heaven? What will you say? Will you say, I'm a member of Jackson First Baptist Church or whatever church your name is on the roll. God will say, depart from you. I never knew you. Maybe you would say, well, I was baptized in this church or I was baptized in the river. I was baptized at High Falls Lake or or at Jackson Lake or Lake Oconee or, or at a pond. The Lord will say, depart from me for I never knew you. Friend, these things do not prepare us for heaven. But not only that, these things do not prepare us for a walk with God. You see, we say we are connected, but until you bear fruit. Now, listen to me, you don't belong to God. This is the chilling challenge of what we've read from Jesus today. And listen to me, some of you are wondering why that that you're praying and nothing happens. Friend, if you don't have a connection with God through Jesus Christ, you say, well, pastor, what is the right answer to give to that question? Here's the answer. I've believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I have repented of my sins, and I have turned, and I am, watch this, I am connected. Literally, that word can mean I'm walking with Jesus You see, some people talk to us about a faith that I call a no-show faith, but the Bible teaches us about a no so faith that is a show so faith because you're walking with God. Now, I want you to hear this very clearly from me today. Jesus says, I am divine. I have life. If you're connected to me, the Father will be working inside of you and he'll work in you in such a way that as you are bearing fruit, he will prune you. That means that he will cause you to increase in your relationship, in your walk with him. How does he do that? He does that through trials that prunes you and hones you and makes you stronger. He does that through prayer so that you become a person of more prayer. He does that every day by giving you the opportunities to serve him. Right now, some of you are wondering what's going on in my life. Take heart today. Have hope in the fact that you have a connection with Jesus. And because you have that connection with Jesus, now think about this. You're going to be blessed, and you're going to increase. It may look tough right now for you. Single mother, you're going to school. You have a job, and you're trying to raise that child. Listen to me. Continue following God's will for your life. Don't get hooked up with the wrong crowd. Don't dope around and smoke around. Don't get discouraged and go back to eating disorders. Do not get into sexual disorder and dysfunction in your life. Be faithful to God. Listen to what the Bible says. In Matthew 13 and 12, for to the one who has, more will be given. And he will listen to this and he will have an abundance. God says through Jesus to us, who is the son of God, if you will abide in me and I abide in you, you will bear much fruit. So we have this this truth before us. There's a connection. Some people don't have it, and it's a chilling reality. It's a chilling challenge. If you don't have a connection, someday you'll live in eternity apart from God in suffering. But if you have a connection with Jesus, God loves you so much that listen to me, that he is going to prune you. He's going to let you go through trials and tribulations because he's going to make you closer to God and you're going to walk in him and the goodness of who he is. So I want to challenge you today. You can walk in this joy knowing that God has a connection with you and you have a connection with him. Listen to what the scripture says. Already you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. You see, the 11 disciples had a connection with Jesus, and He already redeemed them. The Holy Spirit was inside of them, and they were new creations, but not Judas. Judas had wandered away from the fold and was betraying, and would eventually take his own life. Let me ask you this. Where are you with God right now? On this Sunday afternoon... Where are you with God? Are you truly connected? If so, you'll be happy in your life because down in verse 11, the scripture says this, these things I've spoken to you so that your joy may be be full with Christ. If you're discouraged and defeated today, it may be that you've gotten away from the connection. I plead with you to come home to Jesus. Go back to church. Go back to prayer. Go back to Bible reading. That church will love you. We'll love you here. You can't fail too much for us because God is a redeeming God of a second chance. Join us. Others of you today, you need to come to the place that you admit that you've never been connected to God, but you want to be. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shall be saved. Some of you today, listen to me, your connections all of your life have left you abused, they've left you angry, They've left you alone. But today, I'm telling you, Almighty God came, sent His Son, Jesus Christ, so you could have the right connection. So right now, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Oh, I wish I had more time with you today. You'll reach out to me at info at jacksonfbc.com. We'll be happy to minister you. We want to help you along the way. You can check us out on on the web at jacksonfbc.com. We'd love to have you come and join us. Now, until next time, always remember that our God loves you, and so do we.